live from New York, it's Essie's Engineers. Hey everybody, you get double the engineer. Today we've got an exciting show for you tonight. I gotta get right into this because there's so much going on. It's been a jam-packed week. It's me, Lady Ada. With me is Mr. Lady Ada. And we've got Pat Maroney here. You know them, you love them. They designed this amazing logo, but they also have their own amazing logo. And uh, they've got some really, really cool pre-release hardware stuff that you have never seen. Never. And they have it here. Pimeroni's on the you. show. We're going to talk about Pimeroni. We're going to talk about their latest Kickstarter that um, we're backers of. So, yep. what what time is it? It's Pimeroni time. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's have us on tonight's show because we got to get right into this. On tonight's show, the code is welcome Pimeroni because I used Pimeroni as a code in the past, <laughs> and there are some customers that will use the same code, and we don't have using the same code. You twice. can't do it, yeah. So I'm just like, let me make sure because you have uh, Pimeroni has a fan base. So I had to. You know, don't no, we don't want to. They, so it's they'll use codes too. Pimeroni in a ten percent off an Adafruit store. Everything except for AdaBox, gift certificates, gift certificates, and, and uh, Code Academy, Code Academy. Um, Circuit Python course. Show and tell people around the world showing and sharing their projects. Had a packed house, so we'll talk about that. Some make code, a make code minute from John Park. We have some Python on hardware news. Lots of stuff this week. Time travel. Help wanted from the Adafruit Jobs Board. 3D printing, now Pedro, a couple cool videos and more, some made in New York City factory footage, got a bunch of new products, we'll answer your questions, we do that on Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord, where there is now 12,000 of us. Yes, um, join little, us. We have a little bit of top secret, we'll do a trivia question, give some away, all that and more on, you guessed it. Dun, dun, dun. Ask an engineer. Ask engineers. Okay, well, um, yes. let's uh, let's take care of some biz, and biz time. then we'll um, do a recap of a couple things, and then we'll uh, start talking to Paul okay. about Pimeroni stuff. Okay, um, when you order stuff in our store, you get free stuff. What do they get? You do. $99 or more, you get a free half-size Promoproto. These are great for taking your solderless breadboard projects and making them permanent by soldering them onto our beautiful PCB uh, with gold-plated pads. One for nine or more, you'll get a free solder uh solder so or iron on badge we have these woven badges all sorts of designs from laser cut to bitcoin to leds to robotics um we have a whole different batch of them almost every week and if you make an account we'll get you a different badge each time so if you order a lot make sure you make an account so you'll get a different one um 199 or more you'll get free ups ground shipping in the continental united states if you're in the lower 48 and you want to get free shipping just order ten dollars or so and uh, you'll get trackable insured shipping $2.99 or more, you'll get a free Circuit Playground Express, our premier all-in-one development board for learning how to code, whether it's uh, using Code Academy or Code.org, CS Discoveries, Arduino, CircuitPython, or MakeCode, uh, or TeenyGo. They now have Golang support for this chip, yeah. um, or MakerBlocks. Kind of everything you'd want to uh, build with this. You've got LEDs and buttons and sensors and alligator clips, so it's great for uh, building a project or learning how to build projects. Okie dokie for shipping in the U.S. We suggest UPS Crown. It's there. It's trackable. Uh, if you have a little bit of time on your hands, Postal is I'm reaching past you. option. <laughs> and then DHL for international. Since you're also someone who runs a company kind of like Adafruit, do you have a favorite shipping option? Yes, what's your when, favorite When people shipping? order oh, from Pimeroni? It's very local, but UPS or DPD. But there'll always be one person who has a bad delivery driver locally, and it'll be... A random toss up. So yeah. some hate UPS, some hate DVD. Yeah. Mostly they love them. Okay. What's DVD stand for? The uh, Deutsche Parcel Distribution. Oh, so it's a like DHL kind of. Uh, yeah, they're part of uh, Deutsche Post. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, in the U.S., for a while, there was some locations that the postal rate of it getting there was so low yep. that it just we just said, you know, we have to just do UPS instead yep. of postal. But they um, they got better. Yeah. But then some places, UPS rates just kind of go like yeah. that in the States, it right? It really yeah. depends. So we, we added back most of the places. And um, there was this, like, maybe about four or five years ago when um, they were just finding, like, treasure troves of mail that never made it and you'd yep. see it on the oh, news they, they dredge the local you, pond and it was like in the UK been, where they're just like by the way we found been, like 10 years of mail for 26 years so he's just been dumping it in his back room right? yeah. Yeah. yeah so this is not just a US thing it's yeah a, it's also a British thing it's a, yeah. yeah it's a it's a human thing it's, it's what it is okay, okay. Um, and then in New York City uh, check out before 11am we have same day delivery um, nice Lady Ada yes show and tell folks were on i'll go real fast through it yeah just do the, the, high, the high level overview, high level the elevator pitch colin cunningham who know, as you know loves keyboards is learning keycad and he's making a keyboard in keycad using an itsy bitsy and uh, he etched it with his other mail check out the video to see this beautiful keyboard and these lovely keycaps including his knurled keycap remover phil b has been working on with me a bunch of dma updates uh, for video playback on the Pi Portal. So we're trying to make it so you can actually play uh, like full motion video with audio on our Arduino boards. Um, and we're getting close. We got DMA action with the SD card and you can watch, uh, we have Big Buck Bunny playing at 320 by 240 um, off the SD card. And that's working pretty nice. So we're gonna do audio next. JP is going to be doing t uh, tomorrow's MakeCode Arcade video is gonna be about Sparky. You can make a sh Sparky uh, shooter game where you shoot uh, ESD charges at chips. Those poor chips. I actually feel bad for the chips at this game. And also uh, learn how to do um, motion and customize your games, like how many um, enemies to have on the screen and then how many, uh, how often they get to shoot a lightning bolt. So it's a, kind of building a whole game from start to end. Um, Known Pedro showed off their 3D printed pie badge case. We also have a video and a guide. We'll show that. Uh, Scott is uh, released CircuitPython 4.0 0.0 release candidate three, which we think, we think, we hope, is the last release candidate before 4.0 release final. So if you uh, have uh, any kind of Circuit Python hardware and you're working on a project, if you could try out 4.0 release candidate three on your project and let us know if you find any bugs or if it crashes, uh, we want to get all those bugs uh, neatened up and then get this 4.0 release out. We've been working on this release for almost a year, and so we're excited. Also on Circuit Python. Dot org slash downloads. Yeah. We have over 60 boards, and there's more boards that just got added in this build. And all of this have internationalization, so there's There's like 5,000 builds. So there's actually so many builds, I think we ran out of GitHub API we did. like tokens. We had to, I don't know how we, we deal with it, but we, we did. We had and to so ask that's, for more. So um, go to the page, and some of the boards you may already have support it. Yeah, just click on the image. And then we're adding more all the time. And if you have a board that runs one of the chipsets, it's supported by CircuitPython, get your pull request in and we'll automatically build um, all yeah. those targets for you. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, from Mike B, he did a guide on using the Microbit Cricut with MicroPython. So we don't run CircuitPython on the Microbit. Uh, instead, we use MicroPython. So we ported our library over and he shows how to use it with Moo. Uh, so if you would like to do robotics with the Microbit and the Cricut, you can do that now. We need a little compact library that you can run. Lucian uh, came by. He, he made this really wonderful uh, uh, spud writer, if people remember that. That was a cool e-ink um, authoring tool. He apparently doesn't get up in the morning sometimes, and so he made an alarm clock with three NRF24L01 uh, nodes, the 2.4 gigahertz radio nodes, 
and the alarm clock is on the ceiling and the alarm clock goes off and it's really loud and it doesn't turn off until he gets up, leaves the room and then goes to the bathroom. Like he has yeah. to actually get into and if he a goes place back into the room, the alarm, it, goes, the alarm goes back on. So he can't yeah. get back into bed. He's going to actually eventually add like a pressure sensor maybe so he can't get back into bed yeah i mean he hates it but he loves it but he's also on time so i don't know it's yeah. pretty masochistic he's great I, yeah. look he has to get up it's horrible he said i hate it it's horrible well but i it's think working. about all the times where it's just like i absolutely have to get up and i'll set multiple alarms and i'll put no one, you have one and, it's and i'll far. put one further away because i and it i've never i've never had it happen where like the power went out or who knows but i, I would get paranoid um, so I can imagine if, if you have a hard time waking up, you, pro- you might need that every day. I know. Well, he's got it. Yeah. Um, for Aiden, uh, we haven't seen him in a bit, cause, but he's been in high school. But high school is over. And now he's back making robots. We made a moving robot cube. And he's going to make a swarm bot this summer. All sorts of little mini bots uh, that are Wi-Fi controlled with colored cubes. And then use a pixie cam to maybe like locate their location. And I don't know. It's going to be something neat. And then Adam um, is at Ohio University. He's setting up a tunneling electron microscope with a five-axis uh, uh, stage, which is really neat. And he is uh, struggling with a Windows NT build because this is a really old um, uh, microscope and it needs like NT or 2000. And I didn't even want to ask if the computer operating system was older than him because I think it is. Uh, which yeah, is, if you're thinking of asking, you already know the answer. I know. I don't. <laughs> he's got all sorts of scuzzy and isocard issues, but he's. I think he'll figure it out and he'll make it through the struggle to okay. get the electron microscope up and running, and that was show and tell. All participants on the show and tell get now seen on show and tell sticker. If you're a kid, just have parent guardian type entity email us. Um, it's part of our Adafruit live series of shows. We did a, another live show today so this is we did this like, is a, this is like a live three. show number eight yeah so what we did is uh crowd supply is now on discord with adafruit so there is a channel called pound crowd supply and uh, we talked to josh the co-founder josh left in and uh we we also we've been fans of theirs for a really long time anytime They've been since he said 2012 yeah when they first founded and uh it's it's one of the best places it's different than indiegogo or kickstarter this is like curated pre-qualified that like, is, this stuff is going to ship they take it from pre-vetting all the way to shipping then they do the shipping afterwards yeah. they do they kind of take care of everything and it's they've had so far we've, everything that we've backed has had 100% ship rate yeah and and for us like there's kickstarters like the primary one we're you know we're going to talk about and cover and everything y'all ship stuff but we do get approached a lot of times by people with kickstarters and we're like we really can't like, yeah. get involved we can't yeah. solve that problem same thing with yeah. like Indiegogo which is like that isn't even possible in this universe Yep. So with uh, Crowd Supply in particular, they definitely have like, because like Bunny Bunny's is on, on the right. board. So it's like the first, the, what they're, I think, best known for is like the first open source laptop. Yeah, the Navina and the Tomu. Yeah. Yep. And they so do like the really fulfillment. really cutting yeah. edge, like Linuxy, like really uh, like amazing electronics yeah. that's like right like if you can if it's a chip that's coming out sometimes it might be on crowd supply and i think they have a lot of incentive to make sure that it works out because the way from what he was saying the way they actually fund the whole thing is the, the crowdfunding they don't make money off it's actually not enough would they make money off of his um after the crowdfunding is complete then they sell the product and okay. so then they yeah. actually get like the margins for selling the product not just like the crowdfunding you know, five percent or whatever. Yeah. So he said that's that's actually what's working out for them and, the most. And one of the reasons that um, so we've known them for a long time. We keep like, oh yeah, we should do something together. And like, you know, months, years go by. But what we did was um, when we were corresponding because there's an event 
coming up called Tear Down. Tear Down. And I think um, Scott from Portland, the Python yeah. team is going to be there. Is it? It's in Portland. No, yeah. Portland. Portland. Portland, yeah. Portland. No, not Poland. Poland. Portland. 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 Okay, I was like, I was like, no, no. Yeah, it's Portland, po- Oregon. Po- Poland. And so, <laughs> um, not yet, but they, they Not might, yet, they but might they could. So, so anyways, we were talking about what could we do together. And we're like, oh, we should get a Discord channel um, and then do this little interview. But one of the reasons, because I'm on, I get their newsletter, and a lot of the new hardware now supports CircuitPython. We have no idea. We didn't talk to the makers. They're just like, oh, like here's a USB hub. Let's toss CircuitPython in, in it. Let's, yeah, yeah. Why not? Anything with Linux, we have Blinka, and you know, getting device drivers to work with Linux is tough, so we've been doing that. So um, anyways, folks can watch the show. Um, it's on YouTube right now. Um, we interviewed them. We hope to have them back. And if you're someone who's thinking about creating hardware, sharing hardware, check out Crowd Supply, and then um, we have a channel in Discord. Cool we'll stuff for sale, and then you we'll can also design okay. stuff to sell there. Okay. All right, but now to the meat of the matter. Yeah. Hello. How's it going, Mo? Hello. All right. So let's do the first thing. What's because like there's some people maybe they haven't heard of Pymer. How I don't know how they would know. People haven't heard of 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 Adafruit. Um, I I think I remember what this stands for. Okay. Take it, a swing. It's Pirate Monkey Robot Ninja. Perfect. Yes. But it also sounds really good, like Pimerani. Yeah. And then um, this is one of the the icons and, and logos that. It's a happy yeah. pirate. Yeah. Happy toothy pirate. Do, do, does up. this pirate have a name? No, no, it's kind of it's low-key me because I've got the teeth now. I've got oh, the yeah? titanium teeth there. Oh, oh they look nice. great. Oh, that's uh, nice. And just yeah, the headgear and all that. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that, that is good. Yeah, I can see the, the similarity. Yeah. yeah. All right. So tell us a little bit about Pimerani, what you do, where you're at. Okay, so we started the same time as the Raspberry Pi off the back of it. There were cases around for the Raspberry Pi that rattled, so we kind of designed one ourselves eventually after saying somebody should fix this. Uh, one of them was yours, but yeah. yeah. But thank you for creating us in that way. <laughs> and off the back of that, we did the UK's first Kickstarter, and then we thought, hey, this is doing okay. Should we take money out of the business, or should we buy a pick-a-place machine? And it was like, well, Adafruit got a pick a place machine. Yeah, that's how, how bad can it be? Yeah. They're doing it. And then, so we've uh, successfully kind of done pretty circuit boards. And then what would Adafruit do? Yeah. And yeah, now we're 38 people in the And you UK. have okay. laser cutters and you have, so you're thinking, you do a lot of laser cutters, but you also are now doing assembly. Yeah, yeah. Now we've got a Europlace line, so we've got okay. like a good assembly line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And here's a website and you have, you have our stuff. Um, if you're okay... Uh, disclosing this, I, we don't mind. How, how is the Adafruit stuff doing in your store? Uh, pretty well. I mean, it's okay. up on the top of the menu now. The Feather okay. is among okay, other okay. stuff. So it's almost like a ranking. Like you put the stuff where people want to. Yeah. Okay. First tier stuff. Gotcha. And we sell yeah. almost all the Pimerani stuff as well. Yeah, there's a lot of kind of cross love there. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. good. And um, as far good as stuff. as far as like, what type of folks are, or what what type of things folks are buying that's Adafruit in the Pimerani site? What's one of the popular i'd have to look at the analytics i uh, always find the boards yeah, yeah. yeah okay all right that's good. all right that's what we're here for okay yeah. <laughs> um, and the long tail of breakouts yeah yeah, yeah. tons so this is the website go to pymorning.com and uh you're here um it's kind of nice timing um you're here to show a few things yep yes today. Um, and everyone's excited i'm sure i'm yeah, excited i want to see I, this stuff i thought i would start off with um you launched a kickstarter Yep. Like yesterday. And I took a screenshot. Good timing, that. You already hit your um, funding goal. Yep. Seven hours, ten minutes. Okay. Okay. Who's counting, though? Okay. So <laughs> when I screenshotted this, you were up to like 72K. It's probably past that now. Yeah. And um, instead of asking you about this, why don't I play this video? 
because this video is supposed to explain it very fast, a minute and 14 seconds. Yeah. And then we can dive in because then the audience will Perfect. see, like, uh, here's what it is. Who's the announcer? It was a very nice announcer. It was, like, uh, it was a Fiverr job. Yeah? Uh, okay. We do think it's a, bit, it's a little bit kind of telemarketing, kind of buy this on CBS or But that's actually kind yeah, of cool. PBC. That's fun. It's okay, yeah. It was, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I was just like, wow, this is like, this is super pro. We thought about kind of getting somebody from Pimeroni to do it who had a very Yorkshire accent to make it feel more lo local. So you can yeah. say that we're making this, but we thought it might be incomprehensible. <laughs> subtitles. Well, yeah. I, I think with Kickstarter, you have to get out of the noise so much. And if it's like a grainy webcam thing and it's like the, yeah. the, the professionalism that you put into this, I think. Two minutes and clear. Yeah, yeah. The people who already know you, they're going to get it. So this is about yeah, you you'll do live streams and you. like, you know, yeah. all that. But I, but I thought this was because I, I, I think there is the Kickstarter. If it's not a very good video, you kind of get knocked out right away. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Very, it's a good it's work. Very video okay, so we're going to okay. play this. Thirty Two Blit is a retro-inspired handheld with open-source firmware. Learn to create your own platformer, adventure game, racer, whatever. It's the modern handheld designed for homebrew hacking. Your pledge includes twenty-four tutorials. Each month, we'll cover an introductory and advanced topic. It's a step-by-step -step journey from the basics all the way to finishing your first game. We've created and commissioned a ton of great assets for you to get started with. Use them in your games or as placeholders until you've nailed down your own style. Make your own assets using our set of tools specially designed for 32-Blit. Create sprites, sounds, maps and music, then easily import them into your projects. 32-Blit is jam-packed with modern hardware, a powerful 32-bit ARM processor, a brilliant IPS screen, analog stick, classic D-pad, built-in speaker, and much more. We can't wait to see what you create with 32-Blit. Okay. Okay, but do you have action buttons? Yeah. Yeah, so we have four here's action some buttons. Of the, here's some of the features. I grabbed this from the, the Kickstarter. Um, I'm into the analog joystick, by the way. I think that's key. Yeah. They're not, so much fun. Not only an analog joystick, but it's a, a replica replacement part for the Switch. Is it the Switch joystick? Is it it's I basically, C? It's not the exact same part, but it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the examples, and folks should check out the, the Kickstarter, but yeah, platformers, RPGs, Raycasters, Mode 7, um, tools. Um, I think that's a really important part. You're, Sprites. You're doing, you're doing a couple things different with, I think, what gaming is. So you, you have the tools that you're going to have folks able to use to make games and then you're doing a session of, of lessons yep. so streaming lessons so how, how does that work out like what, what are the tools that people can use to program this and then how will it work with the, the streaming lessons they can do uh, bare metal so what we've got here is an API going along with the tools uh, to help you code but it's kind of it's proper coding it's kind of C++ and Lua mm -hmm. it's beyond the make code arcade end so it is for people who do kind of coding a little bit already yeah. or yeah. who's feeling brave um, my friend who's in the games industry he was like he loves the Epic Games store because it's got Unity there which mm. just kind of throws you into it yeah and it's 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 hard it puts a lot of people off but it makes it makes you create games and this is easier than that but still real stuff yeah. real yeah. development so as far as the tools what, what um, 
what like IDEs will they will you suggest that they use? Like, what are the things that uh, everyone loves? Uh, what's the Microsoft one? That VS Code. VS Code. VS Code okay. Yeah, that's yes, kind of, a good one. Gotcha. You're fine. It's with free. That. It's amazing. And then yeah. you're gonna do lessons on Lua and C plus plus. Is not so much, no. Not the not the language essentials, but Just kind of starting beyond that. With that, that. okay. Gotcha. You like yeah. go go to Code Academy, learn Lua, learn C plus plus. Yeah. Okay. So this these are these are the list of things that they're going to be able to learn. Yeah, and we'll see how that works out. Okay. But it's kind of introduction and advanced, kind of yeah. one then the other. Gotcha. I like at the end of the C plus plus you integrate the Lua scripts. I've actually was because I was in the Pi Gamer. I was looking at uh, Elua. Yep. You know, which is, it's amazing. And it's just like, it just kind of works. You can like load it up and you're like, and then you can call into C++ and back and forth. It's, yeah. it's kind of amazing. Okay. And then, uh, saw the prototypes. Okay. And then. But do um, we have real hardware? Well, there's a timeline. There's so a timeline. Okay. July, 2018. That was the first software test. September, 2018, breadboard prototype. November, 2018, PCB spin one. January, 2019, PCB spin two. March, 2019. That was just a little bit ago. That was like 3D last week. Printed. Mm -hmm. And just, you guys have been kept this very quiet. Like I didn't know anything about this, so I feel really weird because we're like also doing gaming stuff, and it's like, like you launched Kickstarter. And I'm like, I did not know this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is something was going to come up because they were posting photos kind of on Twitter. Like this is coming soon. We well, were there was it. there was like some, but I was like, I don't know what this is. Is it like somebody they're carrying, or is it like an emulator? I don't know. So John, the other founder of Pimeroni, he's a, a coder forever. And yeah. this, is, this is his passion project. He wanted something like this. Okay. So he, him and Phil just sat in a room and kind of dragged people in to help with it. Okay. And then they emerged and said, ta-da. Ta-da, we're done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do a quick demo. Let's okay. see this. You then, got this. Then we have some questions. Okay. So yep. we got the overhead. And let me make sure that it's all. Yeah. It's, it's focused. Okay, good. good. Cool. So uh, this is the kind of alpha beta hardware. I'm okay. I'm moving. Yeah. So the analog stick's not working in this, and all kinds of stuff's broken. But that's cool. That's how you know it's like real yeah. hardware. Live demo. But this is John's part demo of using the API to make a kind of RPG type. And is this side Lua scroller. or C plus plus? I think this will be Lua. Yeah. But I don't know. John knows more. Yeah, it's it's got that nice. I don't know. Uh, I'm not pixel. a coder. That's okay. Um, no, I mean I. I yeah. So, so you got the four buttons, and mm -hmm. these these are look very familiar to me because I think yeah. these are Nintendo DS lights. They are DS plastic, yeah. 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 They feel great. They're so thin. Oh yeah, but we found that you, we're gonna have to tune it really. You have to tune it. Yeah. As actually, we we had a um, a couple weeks ago we had a, on a show and tell we were talking about D pads, mm -hmm. and then we were we actually asked like, hey, does anybody in the audience know about D pads and tuning a lesson for D pads? Actually, somebody who worked at um, Steam, Valve, yep. contrast and said, yeah, that takes a really long time. And I was like, the, they had the, the game pad, yeah, the Steam pad. And yeah, yeah, and they're like, yeah, like it takes months. And I'm like, okay, thanks, I guess now we know. <laughs> so yeah, we're so we kind of we ditched that and we went with just the analog stick. We're just stealing somebody else's for the D-pad and the buttons here yeah. and the analog stick. But what surrounds it? Because if we trap those mem membranes just slightly wrong, yeah. we did a slightly off laser cut and suddenly these were really stiff and yeah. it's just like, that's no good. Yeah. We, but you're going to do injection that. molding in the end. Yep. It's going to okay. have a proper case. So this is just something for the... This is more or less what the beta testers will get. Yeah. We have a tier for people who are willing to tell us what's wrong. I'm a backer. Yeah. Hey. Okay. And then Thank tell you. us about the screen. What's the screen? So the screen, 320-240 IPS. So it's just lovely. It's a good screen. Okay. Yeah. What you right. And this one has capacitive touch, but the final won't. It's just... It won't. Yeah. Okay. It's got the things there, but they're not connected up. We did consider touch, but it, we want to keep it pretty pure and focus on the coding uh -huh. rather than too many bits around to confuse it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. flip it around. 
flip it around, flip it around. so we're all the good See stuff the lovely. Okay. Yeah, there were some questions in the chat um, I yep. did link to the Kickstarter page but the uh, display you just talked about mm -hmm. um, what about the microcontroller microcontroller so this is a pretty high-end microcontroller from ST I forget the exact number but it's 400 megahertz and can be overclocked to 480. I think it's the Cortex M7, because I think yeah. the M4 doesn't go, we, we couldn't clock ours, the M4's faster than 200 megahertz, and this is 400, which is massive, and it has a built-in TFT driver as well. Yeah, it's, it's uh, for the price of it, it's a lot of stuff going on You get on a lot there. going on there. Yeah. Okay, and then you also have SD card slot, so mm -hmm. you can like have sounds, videos. Yeah, or... just play with stuff on that, put stuff on there, but okay. the main storage just got 32 mega flash there. Okay, so this is a little Q-Spy type flash. Oh, yep. these are my favorite. Um, that looks familiar. They're familiar. No, I, I do <laughs> like these. You know, it's funny, it's like I, I like them, and the ones I get now, they have the sticker on this side too. Yep. And then you got the little audio amp. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you said a sensor accelerometer? Yeah, it's in there somewhere. I think it's somewhere. in this mess here. It's like, yeah, it's in this mess. And then a lovely yeah. silk screen. Mm -hmm. And then you got the um, right angle reset button, which is same. same yep. I got to say, it's really funny when you really start. I'm like, you picked this thing hard right in, which actually means that we're doing a really good job. Because right? if we yeah. both said, this is the right switch, then you know it's the right switch. We're pretty good at making hardware together, right? We, right. we, we make good decisions. Yeah, let, I'll let you do this, this <laughs> the, the Lua. I'm going to stick to the, the Python. Yeah. And so this is the beta hardware, the beta hardware. Yeah, and, and it's got the uh, programming port there. It's got okay. a bootloader, but if you want to ignore that, program it yourself. You can just snap the top off one of the ST-Link boards, the mm. ST dev boards, yeah. which are like $10, and stick it in there and use that to And it's also debug port. Yeah, yeah. So you can, you can actually, if you want to do C++ and you want to do debugging. All right. Yep. Three questions. Um, okay. Does okay. it run Linux, and will you add an HDMI out, and will it support CircuitPython? This is uh, kind of below Linux level. You could run some kind of RTOS on there, but it's it's more bare metal. Okay. Bare I think metal it would be. I think if you had Linux, I think you'd be kind of disappointed okay. because you, all then, your time would be yeah. taken up running Linux. Next one Linux. is HDMI. HDMI, out. same reason. Not planning it at yep. all. And then CircuitPython. Uh, CircuitPython could be. So the main team aren't going to. So I think it's going to come down to me to try and make it build on there. But All you've right. given us some pointers. And yeah, I think Scott. What, you know, we, we actually added um, the the STM32. We actually it was funny. Is again, we we actually looked at this chip mm -hmm. because we were looking at what's the next chip for us. Yep. Because we're like, you know, we did the, uh, the SAMD21. Okay, good, but very low level. SAMD51, nice middle of the road. But then, you know, what's next? Yep. And Atmel doesn't actually have a really great next board. Okay. They have the SAM SAM70, which is good, but the STM32. I mean, like they're. They so really make great. Every vendor seems to have a little blind spot, don't they, in their range? There's a little bit, yeah. It's tough because it's at, usually at that point they skip right over to a Linux board. Actually, um, yep. you know, TNC, they're they're going to an NXP chip, which I can't remember, but it's an, also an interesting chip which has has no flash in it. You have okay. to attach an external flash, <laughs> but it's incredibly fast. It has all, yeah, it has built-in graphics and built-in everything. Because they were one of the first movers for using the ARM chips as a microcontroller. Yeah. Kind of getting away from the old ABRs. Right? No, it's like, I think we're all moving. We're like, oh, like more and more and more. Because like once you get the feeling of it. Yeah. But we have teeny USB support for this chip. So the USB stack is there. And one of the things actually Scott, I'm sure, is, is typing about in the chat. What he really wants <laughs> for the gaming is he wants video out. Okay. Because he wants to be able to stream the games. Oh, so he wants right. to do that over USB. Yeah. But you have high-speed USB, so it's actually technically kind it of could, possible. could possibly work. It could possibly work. What there will be, though, is there will be kind of the emulators in the browser yeah. on the desktop, so it's not quite the same, but... That's yeah. another nice thing about Lua. Yeah, it's going to be there, so you can... Yeah. You don't need the hardware, it's just there is real hardware to deploy the games to. Right? Okay. 
Yeah. And is this the final shape? Or you kind of, you're, or you, you think there's going to be more revisions? Uh, there won't be too ma- too many revisions unless there really needs to be. Uh, from Look at here. this gigantic battery. This is going to be chunky. Yeah. That'll give you three to four hours. We think. Yeah. Yeah. The screen is just massive. I mean, that's what you're. Yeah. That you're dealing with. The way okay. I see it is, uh, there was GBA and then they went DS. And it's what if they didn't, what if they said, well, we'll just make it bigger, better, and Keep single screen. Way. Yeah. This is the other leg on the trousers of time. Okay, and you're going to be at Maker Faire Leg of the trousers of this? time? <laughs> yeah. You're going to be at Maker Faire this weekend? Yep. And then where could people find you? Uh, they just have to find the pirate. I'll okay. be hanging around the DigiKey stall a lot. Okay. Because, you know, they're always cool dudes to hang out with. Good. They love gaming, so this yeah. is... Yeah. And um, any kind of YouTuber, I'll be there in the background going... Yeah. Hi. Give me your good vibes and how to make good video. Okay. <laughs> um, so here's the question. Since you've done, I think, three Kickstarters, is the third one? Uh, yeah, three and a half. We did one with Gordon and James, uh, The Slice. So this is the fourth one me and John have been heavily involved with. Okay. And we've helped out on other ones you as did, well. You did Picade? Picade, Flotilla, Flotilla, and this as Pimeroni. Okay. The Slice one was me and John yeah. and Gordon, James, and Mo. And then we've helped out on a couple of others with helping them with laser cutting and filming. Yeah, gotcha. So what is, um, for the folks out there who are thinking about doing a Kickstarter, yep. what, what is the best, most important advice that you could give them? Look them in the eye and just tell them. What have you learned? Uh, know who your audience is. Have an audience. Like, who is going to back you day one? Yeah. If you don't know who's going to back you to your goal on day one and how to get in touch with them, don't launch it. That's good advice. Yeah. And that's just something you guys have. You have a, your community is really strong. Yeah. Yeah, we've done right by them, and they looked after us, so that's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's two-way. It's like you, you, you provide them with the quality and the support and the experience Enjoy. that they want. And yeah. then, because it is a trust, and Kickstarter is all about trust. It's yep. like, do you trust that they'll be able to uh, you know, provide something that's good? And you've done an excellent job. Every time you've shipped something, it's always been joyful. Yeah. Picade was a year late. I think Flotilla was slightly less, and hopefully this time we'll be on time. Okay. That, November that November of this year is the is the goal. Yeah, I'll see uh, October. I think we said and the BT units fairly soon. Okay. But as you can see, we're not far off something that people no, can it test looks, with. Gotcha. You've got it going on. All right. Well, the links are there um, in the various chat rooms, and you can also go to Kickstarter and look up a 32 Blit. Yep. Check and back them if you want them. Yep. Um, and you're here for other reasons because you brought some other hardware goodies. Yeah, so it was a trifecta of STM32 boards. Yeah, so okay, the next so thing, um, oh, this will be launching ahead. soon. Okay. Yeah, we didn't see the watch yet. This It'll is come. the joystick, and I'm going to go to the overhead so you can show it. Okay. Right, yep. What's going on here? This is Pike Player X. This is an STM32 FO4. Yeah. So, bottom end of the range. And this was my little project to make a new USB controller for Pike 8 to add players two, three, and four. Oh. So that's why it's player Is this, this kind of like, um, what's it called? This little, oh, I can't remember the name. There's oh, you a, got the little yellow. The chunky, yellow yellow thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is your like better quality version. Yeah, it's small. It just so happens that the pins there are the same as the pie hats. Hat. Yeah, no, I'm like, that so look, looks like, familiar. So you can stack four of them up like that. Oh, that's a good idea. And then run the connectors outside. So you're liking the STM32 series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it was great. I'm a terrible programmer, a terrible engineer. This so am I, but I'm who cares? such a hacker. Yeah. And I got it to make a composite USB device. Oh, it yeah. does serial, it does HID, and then out the other side, it's got the joystick connectors on point one headers, which seem to work really well, and you just stick them in, they stay there. And it's got the plasma header, which uh, does the APA 1 and 2 strings uh, on the buttons. Have you yeah. seen those? Yes. Yeah, Adorable. RGB buttons. Just and you just shove the PCB in? Yeah. 
Okay. You shove it on, it's held in by the spade connectors, yeah. and that works. Everyone um, wants glowy buttons. Yeah, and they're cheaper than the current RGB buttons, which I know, have right? four connectors per Yeah, thing. yeah, because you have to RGB. Whereas this one, you daisy chain them, and it's got four APA 102s per button. Okay, so this is cute. So this is great for, and you can use it with a computer, too. You don't need to use it with yep. Pycate. So if you want to build your own Whatever. desktop, desktop right. interactive art project, you all good. Slim. I like how slim it is. In addition to mm. the, the gaming world you're now doing a watch yeah so 10 years ago on hackaday it was 2009 i was just getting into making yeah and there was a really good pocket watch which had lots of LEDs. yes i remember that one yeah and then like near nyc resistor they had like a big um like watch party like everyone was like making watches for a couple months yeah. there and there was the whole tokyo flash thing yeah uh so i i i thought nico would be messing with these tiny rgb dumb leds and they're tiny and good and cheap. And I thought, hey, now's the time to maybe look at revisiting the watch thing. Yeah. And so I did an Illustrator file using the footprints and found out that, yeah, 60 would fit around the edge of a 14 Oh, no mil. way. There's a full 60? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then 24, and then yeah. 7 by 7 grid in the middle for okay. emoji. Right. So that's uh, 133. Well, so 399 okay. individual. Like you that Europlacer can place them all, though. And you have one yeah. that's plugged in over there, I think? Yeah. So yeah. To the side. So I'm going to plug it in so it shows the test thing. We're going to ignore the one LED that's broken. No, they, we don't know about that. That's on purpose. There you go. So it's going to do all that and then show the yeah, time. Yeah, that definitely has a Tokyo Flash vibe. That's, yeah, that's totally cool. Tokyo yeah, Flash. They love cool. they love the rings and then like stuff. And yeah. then on the back, you also have an STM32. STM32. It's one of the G low power ones. Uh, doesn't have USB, so the USB uh, is purely for power and debugging or flashing. Okay. Um, and what do we mean for flashing? Uh, for updating the code. So it's got it's debug pins on there. Oh, the debug yeah. pins are exposed yeah. on it. Okay. So you can flash it like that, but it's not USB. It's and this is just doing like multiplexing it. for all 100, 300 mm -hmm. total LED elements? Yeah, so the USB chips didn't have enough pins to do that. Uh. Nico switched it for this new part, which is also very good for low power. Yeah. And all the components on here, like the PLL programmable oscillator, Yeah. Um, they all have really good low power modes. Yeah. Uh, he's also, he then got ambitious and decided to try... Uh, wireless charging. All right. So there he's made. You just put uh, it. You can make. You can get a key charger for your Apple Watch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It'll just just stick it on that, and it works. It's more than enough current to charge. And you, I was asking about where you got that watch from, which I was yeah. fascinated. So you said there's a watch hacking community where you people get watches with the same body sizes, and then yeah, you look all over eBay, and there's a bunch of faces, and they'll say this face is this size, so and you think it'll fit in this case, and in this one in particular, this is the case is an AliExpress special. Yeah. Uh, $27, so not cheap for AliExpress. No, and but it's a good quality. The, supposed to have the emerald glass and all that, and then a strip from a uh, department store in Tokyo, a big camera, super yeah. place, so shiny. And they together they look great. Um, the board is 38 millimeters, and this watch enclosure will take 38 to 40 millimeters. The top of it is kind of beveled like that. Yeah, so and so the, in in in, the, in this culture, like people say, like, oh, I'm going to get a 38 millimeter yeah. face, and then they they get the face and they get the watch and they they match them up. I've got a 1967 Tag Heuer face. I'm going to put it in this case. Okay. And yeah. All right, I'm learning a lot about watches. All right, and uh, <laughs> that'll be at Maker Fair as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be wearing that and showing off because. Okay. Yeah. No, you right. got you have a watch. Don't why not? Is that, that going to be a Kickstarter one day? You know, I think that'll just be a straight product. That's gotcha. a nice product. Yeah, cool. I love this. You know, these LEDs are so because they're in LED walls. They're just like a penny a piece. They're so cheap. Yeah. they're incredible. 
And if you get, and once you get to the, I mean, you know, for a lot of our products, if it's only a couple of these, I'll put the APA 2020s on there because yep. it's like, well, you know, it's only one line. But it doesn't. But yeah, once you get, once you get past 10, it is a little, yeah. even on the, like the, the, the Unicorn HD, if that had APA 102s on it, it would be, be like a hundred dollars. I know yeah. they do get pricey and yeah. you have actually more risk of breakage. I think these are a little bit more durable. Yeah. But I'm hoping to kind of do red and blue versions and the red one will have like Russian Cyrillic silk on it. Oh, yeah. Just to kind of tie into that. Okay. Yeah, because I'm all about the aesthetics. I don't know why it's Russian, but I'm getting Oh, they, they have big chunky watches. Oh, yeah, they, okay. They, yeah, there's a thing. Okay. All right. So I think we got through most everything. Yeah. And people keep asking questions and we'll, yeah, we'll pop we're gonna back. Keep, so lots of, lots of uh, good comments. People want to get it. So um, mm. Yeah, that watch is nice. Yep, yeah, as well as the Kickstarter. And I was watching the Kickstarter when I went back. It looks like a couple folks were yeah. getting it. It was going Yay. up as it did it. Okay, well, we're going to keep going on with the show, and uh, we'll be doing questions and, and more. Mm-hmm. But uh, thanks for, as always, coming in with good stuff and making good stuff. It's a always ple- good times. Pl- pleasure to stock it in the store. Yeah. Okay, can't wait. We'll stock the 32 Blit when it's ready as well. Okay. All right, let's keep moving. Okay. Now your show is tomorrow. And you're like, oh, I want to make video games and stuff, but maybe I want to make it on a web browser while I wait for my 32 yeah. blit to ship. Well, you're in luck. <laughs> well, what I like is there is an entire menagerie of game-playing hardware that you can make your own games. It's, it's, it's here. It's there. So it's amazing. Game Duino, Game Duino. There's high badges. There's 32 blitz. There's some other stuff that we saw. Ardu Boy. Ardu Boy. Ardu Boy. Yeah. This is a really good time and it's, to be doing it's stuff. It's great because it's like, I think we're not just playing emulators anymore. Now we're like, we're moving up to the next level yeah. of like, okay, we're going to make our own games. And I think the um, the Pico 8 idea of like, okay, let's just make it very basic and simple has freed up a lot of people to be like, oh, I can actually make great games. Because certainly yeah. you look at video games, you're like, well, I'm not going to render and like, model all these 3D this, it actually become it's become so hard lately because video games are so incredible you just don't start you can't even start you're like yeah. where do I even start like it's it's a you need a team of like 150 people but I think now it's kind of bringing back to like let's go retro let's make it easy oh um, before we show the, the, the make code arcade video that uh, JP did yeah. there was one question that came in will the beta backers get the final plastics once they're ready uh, so we've said that there will be Basically, the cost difference between the retail and the BT unit, yeah. uh, you will pay less than that okay. to upgrade. Uh, it may be we just send it out anyway, but there will be a way to kind of get the final hardware as well. Okay. All right. On to JP's video. Take it away. In Make Code. Arcade, I want to talk about creating a tile for a tile mapped level. So the first thing I'll do is have a look at the simulator here. Uh, And what you can see is I have this little top-down car driving game. And in here, the intersection is only headed one way across. And I'd like to turn that into a four-way intersection. What we can do is have a look at how these tiles are created. Right now I have this thing that is the tile map. And what this does is it lays out where different tiles, little sprite tiles, are placed on the map. So you'll notice there's a bunch of horizontal lines here made of red. And if I look at the tile maps, here's this red one. 
That is this horizontal piece of road. So in camera view right now, I have this pink tile. And what I'll do is I'll add that to the tile map by picking the pink brush and laying down one pixel. So the intersection now is going to display whatever sprite uh, image appears in the pink index. So looking at this new pink road, it's the same. It's this horizontal. But if I want to make this sort of a four-way intersection, what I can do is just grab a, a nice big brush. I'll get rid of some of this and some of this. And we'll call that done. So now what it's going to do is going to replace any part in that tile map where I place pink with that four-way intersection. So now you can see in that tile map where I placed the one pink pixel, we get our little four-way intersection. Now that actually isn't currently uh, changing how it worked. It's always going to let me drive there because I have it as walls turned off style. Uh, but now the graphic kind of matches what it actually does in the game. And so that is how you can change the sprite for a specific part of your tile map in MakeCode Arcade. And don't forget JP Show is tomorrow. So okay. next up, um, we're back this week. We were at the Red Hat Red Hat Summit last week. It was in Boston. Mm -hmm. And um, then we All did, open source software. Yeah, then we did a follow-up video broadcast of our Python hardware news, but this week we're doing it here. Here we go. Okay, time for Circuit Python. Okay. Python on hardware. First up. Speaking of like Raspberry Pi folks and more, Gaming. Wireframe is yet another magazine in the Raspberry Pi Foundation Publishing Empire, and uh, they reviewed and did a uh, feature on the uh, console you can wear as a badge, our Pi badge. So that's in this month's issue, which is available for subscription, or you can download it. Yep, a lot of people are asking about Pi badge and Pi ball. Yep. We're, we're going to yep. We don't have enough yet. Next up. <laughs> making them. Circuit Python snakes its way to the pages of Make. And rainbows. Yeah, so this is an edge-lit um, LED rainbow project. This is by Mom Projects, and uh, we saw this online a while ago, and now it's in the latest issue of Make that will be hitting subscribers. You guys like rainbows. Boxes yeah. soon. Yeah, the whole the company was founded on rainbows. It's true. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Rainbows and pirates. Um, and then also, uh, Hackster did a interview with Sophie. Sophie's making the rounds. And um, check that out. Some stuff about... She's got her book coming her, out. Her workflow, some of the things that she's doing, and then also CircuitPython and more. This weekend, Lydia did everyone a favor and got Blinker running on Coral. That's right. You can use digital I.O., PWMs, um, I2C, SPI, and UART on the Coral board to all of our hats and breakouts and sensors. And, you know, I, I even got it working with uh, servos and stuff because there's built-in hardware PWMs. Check that out. If you have a Coral board, you can now do AI projects. Um, and then attach hardware, because it's always good to have hardware with your AI projects. And a whole bunch of Pi Portal projects have been coming in. This is uh, one from our learning system. This is Word of the Day. This is an International Space Station Tracker. This one was... Um, this is a Twitter API, actually. This is a Twitter API one, and this one, I think folks were working at it from PyCon. Yep, this is a Sprints project. This is Tides. Tides. And then this is like nice graphical tides. I think this yeah. is the Admiralty. So this is like the UK tides update. This uses the Strava, Strava API, and then I think like Google Sheets, and then eventually it um, gets to the the Pi Portal. So it's kind of neat to see everyone doing some um, pretty advanced projects with uh, a low cost IoT screen and using Python. 
uh, this is uh, a camera switcher. And, like the uh, green arrow tells you this is yeah, the thing. You're wondering, what is it? What's that thing? It's this oh, thing. It's this, thing. Uh, this is a project in the works. Uh, Arturo's working on this. This is a feather wing, and it's also a feather. And and it's, it's like a, a, it's a handheld. Uses, yeah, it uses the um, BlackBerry keyboard, so it's a Fauxberry, so it's like a fake yeah. CircuitPython running BlackBerry type thing. And uh, we just kind of report on this because it's one of those things that we just hear about. Um, there's more information and some sneak peeks of the next next version of the TI-83. Right now it runs CircuitPython, and there's another version coming out which looks like it's going to be called TI-Python. So we posted up about that. I think it's a variant of CircuitPython. Um, over on CrowdSupply, the um, board... Teeny Pico, yeah, the Wedding Teeny, MicroPython, yeah, ESP32. That one just... Uh, Check it out. Just, just the launched. pages. And then we covered some um, Python news. This person interviewed you. This is uh, Guido on the right-hand side. Yeah, so they talked about Python, and then what's funny is that like a week later, I, the, same, were on the yeah. same podcast interviewed me. And we also got a pull request from the creator of Python about fixing an issue with Idle, one of the... Editors, yeah. Editors. Yeah. And then you were on the Cube from the Red Hat Summit talking about CircuitPython. That Cube. It's a blue cube. Yeah, me and Saloni we were the winners yeah. of Red Hat. Uh, check out the video. Um, it was fun. We were there for five, five minutes, and yeah. uh, I got called a young lady. Yep. Um, there's the Circuit Python hands-on workshop at IoT Makers Israel. It's tomorrow. Yep, and we sent them some hardware. And then in New York City, um, Circuit Playground of Beginners workshop on electronics and coding, Sunday, May 19th. And Sunday, June 1st, it's at Makerspace NYC, FutureWorks Makerspace at Brooklyn Army Terminal. We're up to 155 libraries. All of this stuff and more is in awesome-circuitpython. You can find that on GitHub. You can also just go to circuitpython.org. That is the news um, for CircuitPython hardware this week. Python hardware. <laughs> Thank you, Blinka. OK. Move um, right along. Yeah. Time travel. I uh, got some news. Yeah. Okay, uh, time travel, there's a little bit of time left. If you want, um, Hackster said, hey, we want to get more people to know about this thing. Can we give away a bunch of Adafruit gift certificates? And we're like, said, sure, because that's easy for us. Um, so it's the 2019 Co-Making the Future, the China USA Young Maker Competition. Apparently, all you have to do is enter and register. And, and there's 10 win. gift certificates. Yeah, and you, and you might win. So check that out on Hackster. Free hardware, free yep. hardware. And you can use it to buy primary stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> On uh, jobs.adafruit.com, a um, few jobs that we're featuring. This is a um, free jobs board for makers and also for employers who want to find cool makers. Gyroscopic sensor for performance. This is um, in Philadelphia. I think it's also remote. Um, the CT and Makerspace Teacher, Capital City Public uh, Charter School. DC. And the Exhibition Product Manager. This is from Micro. But Paul, while you're here, are y'all looking for anyone um, to join Pimeroni? Are you looking for any? Any people oh, who want to... Game designers. Yeah, <laughs> Have you moment. designed a gaming hardware? Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, our last one is going to be an intern doing... Uh, paid intern doing coding with Phil. Because okay. Phil is looking increasingly ragged, being the only software manager okay. of all of our code. Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. so if someone likes this stuff and they're in the... It would be probably on site in, in the UK, right? In the UK. So, yeah. Okay. Um, go to Pimeroni and hit the contact form. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can you can make the first off you're gonna get the access the coolest first alpha hardware so that's definitely a plus plus you get paid plus you get to hang out with the pirates yeah yar all right and they get good food next up.
It's okay, yeah. yeah. Sheffield's not doing bad. Um, we're an open source hardware company. You know how you know now, Lady Ada? Because, because we do you got, get an award. Because you got an award for it. That's the only reason. <laughs> Yay. So That's we how, take, like, how I know he's an entrepreneur because so, it's an entrepreneur award. Yeah, well, they, it? they get the little, like, yeah, uh, little um, Red Hat shipped this out to us after the event, and I took photos right away because it was totally going to break. And we'll just be able, we'll just look at the digital versions of it one day. That's fine. But that's how you know you're an open source hardware company. Now, the real reason you know is we have 1,857 guides. Yes. All right. So, so many guides. This week we had a ton of guides. I'll go through them real fast. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll be risky and I'll send it over to that screen. You want to send it to that screen and then you can do other stuff? Well, no. No, I just want it. So it's just easier so, so you, I can see so it. Can no, because there's so it, many yeah. guides. Okay. We have from Mike Barella, then using the micro bit in Cricut with MicroPython. Go to the library code. So if you have a micro bit and you don't want to use make code, it works with make code, but maybe you want to use MicroPython instead, you can do that now. Make your robotics projects and uh, all that good stuff with Cricut. Um, the Archimedes boat by Dana, we have a little video we'll pop over to. It's another um, boat made from a um, milk carton, but this time it uses two servos with an Archimedes screw that you build with um, hot glue and a stir stick as this was kind of just like as it was supposed to be a different project but turned into this project and actually came out really well um they the, it spins around and it uses it a propulsion method um you got the paper craft crystal gem lanterns from erin she's been showing these off amazing um they look just like jewels and they use a uh, really cool proprietary but now completely open source technique of <laughs> laminating uh, crinkling and then laminating these um these uh wrapper sheets and then you cut them and you glue yeah, them together. We'll show and make a longer video in a minute. We'll show the video for that soon. Um, we've got the Pi Badge case. We'll show the 3D printed Pi Badge case video shortly. It's at SnapFit case. Um, we've got a, a great video from Kevin Walters all about Circuit Playground Express with USB MIDI and Circuit Python. He wrote a USB MIDI library. Um, so you can interface it with iPads or computers that have um, MIDI going on, as well as a s actual synthesizer. It actually plugs into one of his synths to get it running if it has a MIDI control. And we've also got uh, some product guides, the Huzzah 32, ESP32 breakout board. Uh, we had this out like a month or two ago, but uh, I finally wrote up a guide in case you're wondering what all the pins are. Um, check it out. It's kind of a, a small ESP32 breakout that you can use for uh, embedding in projects. Also the Metro M4 Express Airlift. Uh, if you want to use it with Arduino or CircuitPython and has built-in Wi-Fi, it's super fun. Uh, we have some projects coming out already that use this all-in-one board to uh, make internet-connected products. Um, the guide that goes for the CircuitPython li libraries on Linux and Google Coral, as I just mentioned, we've got that going with digital, I2C, PWM, SPI, and UART, and uh, we go through everything, including how to set it up and log in and activate all these things and install the software so you can use all of our drivers with it. We've got from Dan C, an e-paper calendar uh, with, that uses that Metro M4 airlift and our new tri-color e-paper shield. So this actually goes on the internet to get the current time. And the cool thing is it gets like the time even no matter if it's like daylight savings or whatever, and it displays the time and the date in four different beautiful calendar modes. He's really into calendars. Um, and then from last week, uh, we had uh, the MakeCode Arcade platform level design, the heat inset rig, uh, heat set inset rig for people who do a lot of 3D printing, and then how to do pixel animations and make code to make your sprites even more joyful. Look at how happy Ruby is there. Hey, hello, just walking around, my little legs, one sort of the other. Um, all right, and then we have um, an extended version of the, the growing crystal silver. Okay, make your own crystals with Aaron.
dokie. We have some main New York City factory footage. Take it away, Adafruit Factory. And of course, it would not be Main New York City without the beautiful sun sunrise or sunset. <laughs> you can see, like, the new the Google building. building is being built. They're, yeah. they're tearing stuff down, they're going to build this new building. Kidoki 3D printing. As we alluded to in the beginning of the show, Noah and Pedro have a um, Pi badge, Pi badge, 3D and printed then also case. The Lightsaber. So we're going to do them back to back. Okay. Extrude away. Hey, what's up, folks? In this project, we're making a case for the Adafruit Pie Badge. This 3D printed case is designed for a lanyard, so you can use it as a conference badge. All you need is a LiPo battery and a mini speaker to get this going. Links are in the description. The case is 3D printed in translucent PLA and doesn't require any support material. Connect the speaker and battery, there's a dedicated spot for them on the back of the PCB. A little actuator fits inside the case so you can easily trigger the reset button. The PCB press fits nicely and doesn't require any hardware screws. The top cover features cutouts for the display and all the buttons. Use the stem connectors on the bottom for sensors and accessories. The actuator on the back is concave to prevent accidentally hitting the reset button. On-off switch and USB port are accessible on the top. Make Code Arcade is a block-based editor for programming your own games. It's designed for beginners and features tutorials so you can customize them or build your own. The built-in tools like the sprite editor allows you to easily create assets and animations. The Adafruit Pi Badge pairs with MakeCode so you can program and upload your games over USB. With MakeCode Arcade, you can build platform or side-scroller shooters and puzzle-type games. We think this makes getting started with game development more fun and accessible. 
it's easy to clip your favorite lanyard to turn this into a wearable badge. So get ready to hack your Pi Badge at the next con. It's Welcome Pie Maroni. You don't have to use capital letters. Um, I just did that. Make it more readable. But it's Welcome Pie Maroni, 10% in the Adafruit store, all the way up until midnight or when I remember to turn off the code. Um, the more you ready? Yes. Okay, let's do this. That's good. Get okay. the new going. What's, uh, what's new this week? Okay, we've got some wires. Yeah, these wires are connected to a sensor. This is, um, people really like these centered sensors. They're good for um, outdoor environmental sensing. It's a temperature humidity sensor. This one has an SHT30 in it, which is nice. It's a true I squared C sensor. Um, I'll show this off on the overhead because it has this um, centered uh, metal casing, which protects it from you know water. Like air can get through it, but you're not gonna be able to get water through it, which is kind of nice. Um, so you can actually uh, even dunk this underwater if you have to, not for long periods of time, but it can be exposed. And then this is this, uh, the sensor here, and you can see it's epoxied, and there's like a teeny little dot here. You can barely see where the sensor is. And then it just has the power and data lines brought out uh, so that you can um, connect to them. And uh, yeah, so we just have more of these environmental sensors. People like them. Next up, these are some buttons, and it's really hard to explain these buttons. It's a little frustrating because they're very, very nice, but you can't tell because it's a photo and it's something that's very tactile. So these tactile switches are just like normal tactile switches, a six millimeter standard tack switches that you're used to, but the top button part is made out of soft silicone. So they have this really nice, soft, squishy feeling, but they also have the clicky tactile button. So yeah, here, you can, you, you try and you tell me what you think. Okay. But yeah, there. You feel it's that? Like, it's ooh. soft. Is it nice? Just a little bit different. It's just a little different. It's kind of soft. It feels a little bit like those, like these touch point mice. But it's a little squishy. We replace Paul's regular buttons with these special soft clickier buttons. Let's see if he notices. It's it is nice though. Silky on my skin. It's silky. It's soft. <laughs> it's a lovely button. It's hard to explain, but just believe me, it's very soft and it's got a oh. nice grippy feel to it so it's a nice upgrade we have the surface mount version in the pie badge so if you have a pie badge and you're like how did you get that nice soft button feeling i've actually never seen these in the u.s before 
Um, but we've, uh, we were buying some other buttons, and I was like, what are these? Um, in the catalog, and I, I picked them up, and I'm like, these are amazing. So this is a translucent clear, and you get 20 of them. Um, they're just really luxurious. Aren't they luxurious? Yeah, you can hardly see the dent in the end of my fingers. I Normally, know. that's like a millimeter deep I know, from normal from tech the, switches. No, but it's soft. Soft. Okay. okay. Next up, we have some sci-fi buttons. These are uh, 1960s-style sci-fi control panel buttons. Uh, that's where we've seen buttons like this before, and uh, they're triangular, but like, why call them triangular when you can call them something else? And these are um, these are basically like uh, panel mount buttons, and we have these in like round and square, but now we even triangle. And you can take six of these and make them into a hexagon, which is even better. Um, but they look cool. They have an LED built into them. They use, uh, they're basically standard uh, arcade type buttons. They have the arcade contacts. I'll show off a couple of these on the overhead because they look cool when lit up. I will say that the button, the LEDs that they come with, these are they're 12 volt uh, LEDs. They're not diffused and I recommend getting a diffused LED and replacing it. Um, that's the only downside to these is they're not, they don't have a really good even diffusion. Like they're a little bit, they have a little bit of a hot spot and I feel like if you got a diffused LED, it would be more diffused. Cause yeah, so this is white. But yeah, the switch and the button are separate. So this is the switch contacts and these are the LED contacts. And then they're, they're, they've got this uh, round thing here that you can panel mount it onto whatever you want, like almost like an inch thick. So if you have wood, that's fine, plastic. And then let's try this blue one. Did I get it backwards? I got it backwards. Let's try it frontwards. Yeah, so this is blue. So again, it has a white LED in, and I would recommend replacing that with the diffused LED. You'll get a much more even illumination for this button. But again, we've got red, and we've got green and yellow. So we've got all the different colors in sci-fi triangle style. Make your control panel look real good. Okay. Next up. Next up, we've got some JST-SH cables. These are quick compatible. So if you have uh, SparkFun boards that have quick, or other boards that have a quick connector, um, we actually really like these uh, contacts. They're only one millimeter pitch, but they feel really great. So we have um, them in um, plug to uh, plain 0.1 inch male headers. And we also have a cable that's cable to cable uh, JST SH. So they're one millimeter pitch and the colors match like the standard quick coloring, which is black for ground, red for power. And then I think data is yellow and clock is blue or maybe it's the other way around. Um, but you can daisy chain quick boards, and if you want to connect them to a breadboard, uh, you can use the uh, first cable for that. Okay. Slide pots, you've asked for them, we got them. This is a 75 millimeter slide pot, um, and we got them with a little nub on them. Also, nice silicone nub here, feel that nub. What do you think about that nub? Good nub. Nice, good nubbins, <laughs> he agrees. Um, so it feels like trying to figure yeah. out where, where I'm going. 100% of Paul's agree. <laughs> and it's got a little white marking too. So this, if, if you want to panel mount this as well, that could be really nice. There's a little panel mount screw here, but I think you would you know, maybe glue it or, or attach to a PCB that's then attached on. But there's a little nub that comes on it and it's press fit and I don't want to remove it because this will fly off. And it's got like a little velveteen protector here. And it's a standard uh, 10K linear, uh, I think. You know, this is the, you know, pin one is one side, then uh, pin three is the other side, and then two is the uh, wiper. So you can use a divider or a, 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 a variable resistor. And, you know, it's got that slide action. You want to, you have sliders, you see these in mixers. It's also great for like robotic control. And, you know, they're a little bit easier to see where you are compared to rotational ones. Like sometimes with rotation, it's hard 
Um, for me, at least, I don't I don't map very well from rotation to percentage. But with this, it's like, oh, that's halfway and that's three quarters. It's a lot easier for me to see. And for some people, it's easier to move as well. Do you know pots? People have asked for them. Now yeah. we have them. Next up. Uh, we have now a combo kit. Um, a few weeks ago, we put in the 4-H clover kit if you'd like to grow your own clovers. And uh, this is what you get. You get a circuit playground, a battery pack with batteries, a nail. It's a nice stainless steel nail. One alligator clip that's in 4-H green and um, a clover kit. So you can plant your clovers and then turn this into a STEM educational activity where not only are you planting clovers, but you're measuring the temperature and uh, soil moisture using the Circuit Playground Express. And we've got some guides on how to do that. So you can take, if you have a 4-H club and you want to get to some STEM activities, um, it's an agricultural group that we have here in the U.S. Okay. Uh, this could be a nice way of planting something and then also learning how to code with MakeCode or Circuit Next up. Next up, flexible ink. And some nice nails, too. Look at these nice, some nice. Well, thank you. I had them done I, just for this one. I didn't look at those jewels. Um, so this is a flexible e-ink. I'll give some warnings. So this is a very cool product. It's a flexible e-ink display, and I do have one here, and you can see it's very thin. It's another thing. It's not just flexible. It's extremely thin. So if you want to have e-ink that is, is a little, you know, you can bend it around something. I'll say something. These are delicate. You have to be very careful with them. Even though that video, by the way, that video, it's an animated GIF and it's repeating. So don't actually do that. Don't sit there and like constantly flex it because um, you can get cracks. Also, don't flex it while it's updating because you'll actually get weird pixels. So you can bend it after it's been updated. So you can see like this. I have a little mic control over here that's actually doing the updating. But we have a uh, code for this. Um, graphics codes you can uh, display from uh, a bitmap, you can display text, you can display um, lines and stuff. And yeah, you can flex it. I'm going to um, remove it from this little extender so I, it doesn't update for sure. But yeah, you can bend it um, a bit. And uh, yeah, I just want to be like super clear to people. I think you can make this into like a bracelet. You can't bend it, and if you crack it, you know, if you if you bend it enough that it forms a crease, you'll you'll get a, a crack. This is not a galaxy fold. This is Wait, not a galaxy fold. Even a galaxy fold. Even then, it wasn't yeah. a galaxy fold. So you yeah. do have to be careful. It's very cool. It does work. It is flexible. I think what you could do is if you have like a three D, you know, you want to make a bracelet, you could or a watch, you could three D print it and then put it in and then keep it that way, like it stays in that position. I wouldn't put it into a project where it's constantly being flexed because I think eventually you'll get cracks and you'll be you'll be sad. Um, and also just be careful over here. This is the chip, so you don't want to crack it. Also, it doesn't bend this way. It only bends this way. So as long as everyone who's getting these is aware of the, you know, what the limitations are, it is a flexible ink display and it is at a very reasonable price. You can now get these and use them in hobbyist projects. Okay. And the star of the show tonight, besides Paul, Lady Ada, and our community, is speaking of crowd supply. This, this is, is crowd a crowd supply product. Yeah. This is the NETV2 from Bunny. Um, I wish I knew enough about it to really intelligently talk about it. But basically, it's a Raspberry Pi computer that has an FPGA add-on hat that does 
HDMI overlay and um, possible, it's not decoding, it encodes on top of a stream. So even if you have an HDMI stream, especially if it's an encrypted stream, and you want to have overlay, like a, 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 either a bar at the bottom or an advertisement or interactive art or whatever that is on top of the HDMI, you're not reading the HDMI signal, you're just writing over it. This is uh, an ex exciting and interesting um, technological and legal product <laughs> that yeah. can do that. Yeah, basically, if you, if you like the idea of open video, being able to do more things on the TVs, yeah. that you own, one of the, I think, example projects that will probably make more sense is uh, Magic Mirrors. You yeah. can play a video on the Magic Mirror, but then also put, like, your weather data on top of it. Correct. But it's your, it's whatever you want to do. Or if do. you want, like, a bar at the bottom that has information, like, maybe yeah. it's displaying could be TV. Tw Twitter feeds. It has feeds, or yeah. it can have, you know, chats that are happening in the background. So these are some of the projects that have done. So basically, if you know, if that's what you know you want, this is the product yeah. for you. And this is kind of the only product that does it. And it's totally open source. Um, but it's an amazing job. The NETV one, it's a couple of years old. It, you know, we're still going to carry a couple of them. But if for people who want to take it to the next level, this is, yeah. you know, very fast FPGA. It's also like if you just want to do FPGA hacking and you have a Raspberry Pi this for Linux as subsystem, um, that's also a great product. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to use it for video. It is designed for that. But it is also a very powerful, well-designed. It's from Bunny. Platform. Basically, it's like a super cool Linux computer that probably breaks laws that people don't even know yet. That we don't <laughs> even, or maybe it doesn't. Who knows? We'll go to court. But this is the thing, yeah. It's the, it, yeah. it can overlay on the HDCP stuff without That's decoding it. It doesn't touching it, decode it. It overwrites it. Yeah. Which is. Maths. And he was kind of like, I want, yeah, it's basically math. And he was like, okay, I want to like see if this goes to court, but it hasn't been. I, I tried to write about this and do an analogy, and and I I actually stopped. Because I couldn't, it's like if you were to send a letter through the postal system and you were able to like open up the letter. But without, you're not reading it, but you're, you're not reading it, it, but putting something in and they still and get it. It's like a carbon copy and, and you rub over it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't so know. it's a really neat thing that you'd think that videos, you'd think a TV that you own, you'd be able to put something on top of the TV signal. No. No, Wait. the HTPC, yeah. Yeah, no, you can't. And this can actually do that. Right. Okay, and with that is uh, new products. Thank you, everybody. Right. Do you want to do a recap? No, 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 no. Yep. Okay. Let's um. Super speed recap. We've got a new centered uh, weatherproof humidity temperature sensor this time with the SHT30, which is a nice sensor. And as true, I swear. See, we've got these um, silicone-topped tactile buttons. There's like standard six-millimeter tactile buttons, but they've got soft, squishy silicone actuators. Very nice. We've got a whole plethora of sci-fi 1960s control panel displays. If you watch like old sci-fi movies and they always have triangles, these are arcade buttons with LEDs inside of them. So they're illuminated and they're also, of course, buttons that you can press for arcades or control panels. We've got two quick cables. One is a, a quick JST uh, SH one millimeter pitch cable to header and one is just uh, SH to SH so you can uh, daisy chain quick boards. Got a 75 millimeter long slide potentiometer, and it comes with this rubber nub. And uh, all Pimeronis agree, it's a good nubbins. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we also have uh, the 4H um, uh, Clover kit. It's a STEM kit for um, 4H kids, particularly. But you don't have to be in 4H if you just want to grow a plant and then measure the temperature, light, and soil moisture. Um, it's a great product to learn how to grow plants and also how to do techno agriculture. We've got flexible e-ink displays, a 2.13 inch monochrome e-ink display. It's flexible, 
Uh, it works great with all of our ink boards. Just be aware you can't flex it forever, but it is very skinny and you could probably make a cool watch or wearable out of it. And the start of the show is the ATV2 from Bunny and Crowd Supply. It's a Raspberry Pi Linux board with an add-on FPGA that can do HDMI overlaying, even over uh, encrypted signals. It's also a great FPGA hacking board if you would like to do video and Linux and programming and you just, Bunny makes amazing hardware and uh, pick one of these up because this is kind of one of the only things that does this particular thing it does. All right. Okay, you have some top secret. I do. Yeah, so we got two things. What's first up? From the, from the vault. From the vault. Um, okay, well, first up, this is uh, was a request. Um, we just finally got to it. It's a Proto Gizmo. Playground Proto Gizmo, so it plugs into a circuit. Playground, right. and it's going to use this really cool um, surface mount um, M3 screws that you can physically attach yeah. and also is an electronic attachment. So that's how the signals get in. And speaking of game playing devices, look at this. Yeah, where did this come from? Coming soon. We just made these today. This is how it goes. This is uh, the Pi Gamer, and uh, right now it's running a MakeCode arcade game, um, and it's got speaker and battery, and it's a feather compatible. It's kind of loud. Uh, it's got headphones and uh, SD card and stemma connectors and um, if you like the Pi badge and you're like, wow, I wish it had an analog stick and I wish it had a really cool laser cut case and maybe headphone jack and, and more stuff, uh, this is kind of a nice upgrade to um, the Pi badge but designed specifically for gaming. And of course it runs uh, MakeCode, okay, stop. It runs MakeCode Arcade really well, um, and also we're working on some CircuitPython support, and it runs some emulators, and all sorts of good stuff. So stay tuned for more gaming fun here and on Kickstarter. Yeah. Sweet Silk. There we, yeah, this is some, it's very uh, Jarvis looking. Yeah, okay. So we're gonna do some questions, uh, then we're gonna get out of here. Yeah, get into the Discord, get yeah, questions. Yeah, go to adafruit.it slash Discord, ask your questions, Uh, okay, ultrasonic, good accuracy, any recommendations on which? Um, the US-100s are great, all the ultrasonics we've got, and then the time of flight sensors are more expensive, but uh, we'll get you even more accuracy. Okay. Um, are there going to be games uh, on launch for the 32-bit? We'll have some of our own in there, yep. They'll be have tutorials behind them, and then there might be a couple from the community as well. Uh, no emulation or anything, it's more about homebrew. Got it. Um, I'm running, would you be willing to assist with the pirate tra translations for Circuit Python? Oh, we have, yeah. we, have pi we have pirate. Well, you have different languages, so the error messages are all in pirate. You could, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, yar. Yar. Yar, yar, yar. you be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You are fun uh, at parties. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to start to do the giveaway stuff so okay. we can get out of here. If there's yeah. more questions, there's... We got the questions during the I show. I know, we got so many. We, we did a lot. So, um, what do you want to give away this? I thought I would give away one of the uh, Circuit Playground uh, 4-H kits. Circuit Playground 4-H kit, okay. Yeah, because that's good. Everyone likes plants. Right? You like plants. Yeah. Like plants. yeah. We need plants. Plants are good. Okay. 
All right, what are the rules for the trivia question? Rules are if you've won something before, you can't win again. Only one winner per my lifetime. Um, the winner's gonna win this 4-H uh, Circuit Playground Express kit, which has Circuit Playground Express and all these other goodies and a clover kit. Um, so great for kids or adults to play together. The first person to call the phone number when it appears on the screen and answers the magical questions win the fabulous prize. The magical questions are, what's your name and where you're calling from? That's it. If you can answer those two questions, you, you got the prize. And then I'm going to ask you a bonus question. What's a project you're working on or you want to work on? Yeah. So call this number. You can call them nationally, too. You don't have to be in the U.S. Yeah, we've, we've done that. We've done that. We sent one to, I think, New Zealand once. Yeah, Canada sent, a couple we've times. We've sent everything everywhere. Call this number. Yeah, I'm putting in... So the swarm robots, you could do like in real life Tetris with them? Yes. That but like one yeah. Tetris at a time. <laughs> yeah. One tet Tetra. Oh! The phone is ringing. Look. Okay, I'm going to pick it up. Ahoy, ahoy. Hi. Hello, congratulations. You've managed to call a number. What's your name and where you're calling from? Yakim, I'm calling from New York. Hi, Yakim from New York. Well, that's really, Hi. That's really close. I can, Hi, I'm waving. Can you see me? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> a little creepy. Uh, so, <laughs> congratulations. Well, it's a little laid back. It's a little slow. Okay, we're chill. Um, we, uh, congratulations. You're the winner of a fabulous product, which is product number... Oh, sweet. Well, I don't know what the number... 4241. 4241. We get a Circuit Playground Express and a Clover Kit. Everything you see here. Um, all you have to do is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at adafruit.com, and say, hey, it's Akeem from New York, and they will send that out to you. So, okay. uh, while you're going to do that, why don't you tell us a product you're working on or you want to work on? I'm trying to work on a water bottle that measures the amount of water and sends that information to your application so you know how much water you drink for the day. Amazing. Well, this is a great product to send you because it's a, it's a soil sensor. It's basically that, that exact project, but for plants. So it's maybe- for a bottle, yeah. Yeah, so you can get together with your plants and know how much water you drank. Uh, so congratulations, Nikim. Oh, don't forget to email support at adafruit.com for your fabulous prize and have a wonderful night. Okay, thank you very thank much. Thank you. Sorry, you were late back. Okay, bye. Very chill. All right. Thank you, Nikim, for being so chill. Okay, let me make sure I got the rest of the questions. Any more questions? Yes, got it, got it, got it. And is there a discount code tonight? Yes, someone can post it up. It is uh, Welcome Pie Maroney. Um, and then will Node MCU be supported for CircuitPython or will I need to use MicroPython? We no longer support it as a 4.0 because it was yeah. not an amazingly great experience. So MicroPython okay. will give you a much better experience with those boards. All right. And I think that's the questions for tonight. Thank you much for being out here and seeing us. It's always another, good. Another, another year. Another two years. Every every yeah. every Maker Fair Bay Area swim yeah. by. Um, get some. And you arrive at in the Bay Area like Friday or Saturday? No, Thursday. Thursday, okay. Nine o'clock flight tomorrow from Newark. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then you're going to be there. They can find you at the DigiKey booth. Yep. Or just walking around looking like a look, pirate. Just look okay. like you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cost a random pirate is probably. Are there going to be other uh, primary folks there? No, just me. Just this you. Year. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, what do folks have to look forward to the Kickstarter? And what else is what else is happening? Oh, uh, loads more sensors. Uh, we've got a square version of the Hyperpixel coming out, seven twenty by seven twenty, four inches. That's going to be super cool. Okay. That's probably a month or two away. Uh, yeah, just 
loads of stuff as normal. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So best place is like go to the website, Twitter. Twitter always, yeah. We do Twitter very well. Kickstarter.com on the URL. Somebody probably should paste it. Go okay. check out the 32 Blit. If you, especially people who are watching who are hardware expert, have hardware expertise, you might want to be a beta tester. Yeah. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you're like, I want to get more final hardware. Either way. I think if you're doing um, kind of web dev in your day job and you want to get away from it, yeah. We'll do one last question. Have you found an optical scope that you like yet? Yeah. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't use the optical scope so much. I just, uh, I just squint. Yeah, you just, just do. Yeah, yeah, I just lift the glasses up. Yeah. Poking prod. All right, thanks people for pasting some links. Yep. In the chat. That is the show tonight. Okay. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back here next week, 8 p.m. Yes. Um, thanks. Let me check the. Uh, let's play some, we're gonna play some game. Yay! Yeah. Bleepy, bleepy. Uh, let's see. Thank you, Jesse May. For thanks, Jesse May. Running the things behind the scenes here in the Adafruit Slack. Thank <sighs> you, all the remote team members from Adafruit, all the community helpers in Discord, all the Adafruit employees, and uh, please send our regards to everyone else on the team. Hugs all around. Um, it's always good to look across the pond and see someone who's kind of like us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Hey, look, kind of like us. But over there. Yeah. Also dealing with politics. Yeah. 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 Well, the best thing I think we could do is be good to each other and keep shipping hardware. Yay. Yep. I think that's our jobs. That's what I'm doing. That's, that's all we're going to keep doing. I'm going to so. eat some food, too. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Here is your moment of Zener. Bye.